Welcome to Meta Moments, episode 28. 28, quite a bit. Um, Meta Moments is a snapshot daily-ish, let's say three times a week, focused on competitive PvP in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. The goal, excuse me, is to not cough so much. I'm still getting over my cold. Um, Anyway, the goal is to look at the last 24, 48 hours, last and upcoming and try and give a little snapshot of what's going on. This particular episode is occurring in the uh, pre-lock stage, or the lock stage, I guess you could say, between week one and week two of season 45. Um, It should be released probably right about 12 hours after the phase began and 12 hours before the phase ends, so maybe you can make some little tweaks before the end of the lock phase. Um, We are particularly looking at Datacrons. So, I mean, I might mention some stuff about teams and something like that, but really this is all about Datacron stuff that, well, frankly, that I'm doing, or that I I wish I could do if I had the reroll materials. I've already done many of these. Um, Things that I'm trying to do to counteract what I expect other people to do. Um, with their rerolls. This is not about, I will mention very little teams or defense offense stuff. Um, That will be happening tomorrow about the same time because GG did just release like minutes ago the stats from week one. However, it's not based on the full data. Um, I think it's like a third of it to a half of it. That's what's available currently. Uh, they get it in different volumes from the CG servers, and they can only... Anyway, uh, without going into the technical specifics, it's not full data yet, so I'll wait till tomorrow um, and do it when all of the data, or like 99% of the data, is available. I haven't even looked at it. So, I'm just looking at Datacron stuff now. Um, we're just talking about Datacron stuff now. And, let's get started. I made a bunch of little comments here to myself throughout the week of tweaks I wanted to make to Rai roster. Um, so first of all, just a, the strategy. I actually just discovered this last uh, season, and in the week ones I find this, week ones of the first conquest, I find this very helpful. So um, when you re-roll, you know, uh, you can only re-roll the abilities. Well, until you get to max level, you can only reroll abilities. That's level three, level six. Obviously, level nine you can reroll. Once you get to max level, you can reroll anything. Um, but you cannot reroll the abilities once you have reached the next ability. Really, this means you can't reroll level three once you've reached level six on the Datacron. However, you can reroll level three once you've reached level five. So, for instance, in, in this set, it's a bit weirder because, well, not weirder, it's sort of normal. Last set was much easier to do this because you could roll a Datacron to level five and then you could re-roll a level three. And since it was just light side, it was easy to get the level three that you wanted. And this side, if you get to level five and re-roll a level three, you're not, I mean, if you're looking particularly for like stats or something, the buffs, the three buffs, not quite as, um, easy to get the level three that you want. If you really have a good Datacron though, and you know you're not gonna have materials to get it above level 
um, five, or you really want the you know a dark side Gron, for instance. That's sort of why you want to do it in this set because you want more dark side. Like the rest of the stats, maybe you have two or three defense rolls or something like that, or, or crit damage or whatever you're looking for. Um, and you really want to roll it for dark side because for most people that's what they're short of since last set was all light side. Um, you can re-roll level three, level three of Lily, even when you're at level five on the Datacron. Similarly, you can re-roll level six when you're at level eight on the Datacron. And many people have been taking Datacrons up to level eight for quite a while. If they're just looking for stats and they hit the uh, the stats pretty well, you cannot re-roll stats until your Datacron is level nine, but you can re-roll the abilities. So, something to keep in mind. Um, I think for this particular set, I, I'm doing this for a few of mine because I'm looking for for a level uh, level three dark side or dark side crons in general. That is definitely my biggest gap. So, besides that, what are things before I get into some particular interactions I'm looking for? I want to talk about things that really didn't turn out really like I was expecting. Um, in week one. So the Ray with the 5% Ufu stacking one, eh, a big uh, blech for me. I mean, I'm sure you'll see in the stats that when you have the Datacron, it's a bit higher, you know, defense hold rate. Um, but when Ray's on defense, I really don't find this that strong. I mean, Starkiller kills Ray so easily, just rarely has a chance to have any real effect. Like the team is stun locked the whole time. If Starkiller has repost, like they're cutting through the raid team like butter. It's yeah, raid on defense. I don't really like. I will make one exception here, um, or one, uh, yeah, one exception. When you use raid on offense, I think it can be quite good because, for instance, one of the annoying teams. I have a hard time <laughs> not talking about teams during this section, but I, I did want to mention it because related to DC. So it's good to have this DC for sure. Target of 5%. I think in fives, it'll be way better. Um, not just for Ray either. But if you have, if you face a Lord Vader with Terran uh, Melikos and with Maul, pretty good team actually, pretty good team, stealth small. And you have to sort of focus down Lord Vader. Having Ray on offense, Ray Ben Hoda or something, uh, kills this team pretty reliably. One of the few teams to do so, I think. I haven't looked at stats, so I could be wrong. This is my opinion so far. Um, but in that case, it's it's good. And, and sort of, I think Ray is... Okay, <coughs> okay so... No talking about teams. That's, that's once I see stats. So, Ray level 5, the Ufu level 5 on Ray on defense. Yeah, not a big fan. Um, also, another mistake that I made last uh, yesterday, last episode, I mentioned where you can have the infinite TM train on troopers in threes. You cannot do that. I was wrong. The level three for dark side um, that applies at the beginning of the turn, so your, your TM just is added to your 100% TM at the beginning of the turn. It doesn't add for. It's not like um, you give the the buffs to any other characters. It's just the character whose turn starts, so it doesn't make a difference. Totally my bad there. Thank you very much, Scruffy, for telling me I was wrong on Discord. Honestly, I wish more people would tell me I was wrong, because I can learn something about making a dumb mistake like <laughs> looking for that datacron. 
let's see what else. Another a downside of the damage reduction. So Rebels have it, Wookiees have it. I mentioned yesterday that Courage isn't stopped by damage reduction. Um, also, the damage from Malgus, for instance, is not reduced by damage reduction. That is the you know, level 6 ability. So keep that in mind when you're you know, taking up Jedi against Malgus or whatever, um, whoever you're taking up against Malgus, his big hit damage is not reduced by damage reduction. I imagine it's probably the same for Bam's Whistling Birds. They're not going to be reduced by damage reduction, but that's something we probably will not work. Very rarely will be encountered in, in trees. Something to keep in mind. Um, something else, not really a lose, but I, I've seen a few people make this mistake. Um, this is actually set 10, not set 11, but the armor penetration in set 10, that's only for physical damage. Uh, it's not like, um, you know, you don't use it on Afra and expect to get any good results. Afra is special damage. Most of her team is special damage. Ooh, I'm not so sure about the droids, but I think they are. Anyway, um, armor penetration is only uh, physical damage. Resistance penetration is uh, the special damage penetration. So keep that in mind. Now, Let's see, I'm moving on to winners from this first week. Repost, amazing. Uhu repost, obviously. Um, I'm going to be going with that for sure. I already rerolled like two or three of them. I think they're great on SLKR, on Starkiller, on Riva, um, Malikos. Lots of, lots of good ones there. Oh, another loser. Oh, yeah. Uh, loser, sorry, going back for a moment. Tyrone, Tyrone Malikos, Tyrone Malikos, what? Malikos, I'll call him Malikos. His uh, level 9 in 3s, super bad. It just opens it up to be Padmaid. So, I mean, if you put Seer, uh, Malikos, and um, KRU in there, you're probably fine. But. Without KRU, KRU, um, Malikos is level 9, not good. Same problem in 5s, like the level 9, just don't, don't go with it. Better to go with um, Ventress or Ventress, we're not talking about Fulcrums or Seers or something like that. Um, on offense, I think it's it's not bad. You can get some nice boost there on offense, but on defense, no. So, uh, good stuff again. Rebels, um, ability block, really, really good on a variety of teams. Super, super nice. Um, like I mentioned before, there's some specific stuff with teams with damage reduction for Rebels. can be cool. Um, and apparently very hard to roll for many people. I'm sure this is just like rollers bias, but the Ufu stacking defense, level 6, where he's... Um, Special or an ability or something else. Let's see what does it exactly. Uh, no, sorry. When you when they gain a buff or debuff, they get five percent stacking defense. That is super good. Apparently hard to find, but extremely good. So if you have that, definitely keep a couple of those. 
And Ufu is definitely good for both light side and dark side. There's some confusion because one of the Ufu abilities says dark side. I think it's actually that ability. Yeah, whatever a dark side online for you. But that's just a text error. Um, the actual ability mechanic applies to both light side and dark side. Holy moly, I'm going to have a long episode again today. Um, let's see. The... Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, well, that's basically out of the main upside downsides. Um, an interesting one, talking about damage reduction, set 10 damage reduction, the Wookiee one. If you put that on a Java team with tenacity mods on, um, on what's his face? On Kyrgyzstan, <laughs> um, the big Wookiee, it can shut down Again, I don't want to talk too much about teams, but it can shut down the Night Sister two shot. Not this is a damage reduction, not grit. Grit doesn't doesn't do so much. I mean, it might work, but I've had it work before in the last threes, I think. But that's when Night Sisters had the really strong data crown. So grit might be okay too, but I know damage reduction will definitely uh, shut that down. So keep that in mind. It's a good tech if you're still putting job on defense. And you don't want to want it to be too shut or to make that more problematic. Uh, da, 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 let's see. The last thing I want to talk about is Leia. Now, I'm not talking about what comes beat her or don't beat her, but a particular data crown combination that is very good. Again, I have not looked at the teams and we don't have full data, so maybe this is not entirely accurate, but I think it's worth rolling for. You know what? No, there's not enough data, I won't do it. Um, so, if you have the light side level 3, this is set 11, where when you damage, or excuse me, when you get tenacity up, you gain protection up. And, and like, in some situations it seems good. I talked about it at the beginning of the season as a pretty useful one, like with the Akbar team and maybe one or two others. Um, however, if you combine that with the level 6, where when a unit does damage to all enemies, I think that's the exact wording. The rebel is, um, yeah, when a rebel allies damage all enemies with mobility, they grant tenacity up for two turns to all allies. On Leia's team, she does quite a few damage everybody. Drogon can do a damage everybody. Um, R2 does burning. Does Drogon do, do damage? I, I don't think Drogon actually does damage everybody, but R2 and Leia both do damage everybody. 20% protection up on an already health stacked team is crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, and especially considering Leia uses it on her first turn with the extra health boost that she gets. I mean, uh, probably two turns will be up by the time you're trying to damage her anyway, but very, very, very clever strategy for making an already annoying team even more annoying. So I really like these two together. If you have a chance to roll for them, I would go for it. We're at 15 minutes. That's way longer than I thought this would be, but lots of interesting data prone stuff. Uh, good luck. Good luck with your rerolls. Enjoy. Hope you have a good time finding some good stats. And I'll be back tomorrow. We'll probably make a little video as well as just a, a podcast. 
talking about the different teams. So cheers. Good luck.